What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I'm your host, Julian, and today we have so much to talk about. The boys are fucking back. Mondi joins me, guys. We are news reviews, updates, tidbits, and factoids, all that good shit that we love. We have a bunch of movie trailers, a few movie reviews, MCU news, DCEU, no, that's not what it's called, DCU news, and so, so much more. And, of course, we have to talk John Wick Chapter 4. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so guys, look, I, if you don't know, I just moved. My sound may be a little echoey in this episode as I'm trying to get my stuff in the room and get it back set up, but it still sounds really great, but I know you guys are really going to enjoy it. Um, everything is back, guys, so yeah, just tune in. I release content Mondays and Fridays, and I think that's it. Let's go ahead and get straight to the episode. All right, guys, we are back. We are fucking back. Niggas thought that we was done. Niggas thought the current AirPod had died. But guess fucking what, bitch? We are here. We still alive. Monty, what's <laughs> up, man? <laughs> How you doing, man? Yes, sir. Live from Vegas, live from Atlanta. You know, hell going on. Current AirPod, man, we back. All right. So, as we always do, this news reviews, updates, and not tabloids, tidbits. <laughs> I will start off with some trailers. and right, uh let's do it. Give me your thoughts. We have the first trailer for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Once and Always uh, premieres April 19th on Netflix. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, this trailer did not look fun. Uh, this trailer didn't look exciting. And for reference, um, we're big Power Rangers fans, right? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. yeah. Both of us are 90s kids. Both of us grew up on this show. Literally, like, this This is probably one of the first things I loved in my life was, like, Power Rangers. So, um, you know, for it to still be kicking 30 years later is kind of crazy. Even though you know this version of it obviously isn't, but for Power Rangers as a whole, to still be kicking is kind of crazy. But um, yeah, this trailer looked terrible. I mean, if 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 <laughs> if, if I'm being an, an objective fan and I'm not just being like a blind reactor to like you know just something that I love, this did not look good. Um, but look, maybe maybe this is just another one of those instances where they bring back something from my childhood, but it's just not for me. Um, even though they literally have the Rangers that we grew up on, like they have Billy, they have Zach, they have Catherine. Um, for some reason, they couldn't get Amy Jo Johnson or, or Jason David Frank, and Amy Jo Johnson seems to think that, you know, Jason David Frank just didn't do it. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still kind of holding out hope, but they sure are keeping it under wraps if that's the case. So, um, who's in that Green Ranger suit? Just a stunt double, I guess. I don't know. Damn, I don't know. But yeah, the trailer didn't look fine, man. I mean, obviously, I'm still going to watch it as soon as it comes out, but mm-hmm. like, I'm expecting this to be terrible. What about you? No, no, I totally agree. It looked awful. Um, <laughs> and but okay, also it's funny too. Like okay, so they kind of addressed Trini dying, right? Like they said, yeah. like she died, like in in universe. That's kind of mm-hmm. morbid. But how well, do you feel about that? Yeah, so I think they kind of needed to address it because I don't think they ever have. Like in the show itself, she she went off on the foreign exchange with Jason and who left? Jason and Zach, and we just never heard from her again, like at all. Jason and Zach came back through different mm-hmm. points, but. She didn't. So this is her daughter, I think is what they said, or granddaughter. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, daughter, I believe. It's her daughter. Yeah. So this is her daughter coming back. Um, and yeah, I I I, I like it. I respect it because for for a lot of people, including myself, Trini is the Yellow Ranger. So mm-hmm. I respect it. Yeah, and just last thing, um, the suits still look amazing. Like the OG Mighty Morphin suits, just it's just a clean look. I, and it was cool seeing that again. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. And Zach hasn't aged a bit. Um, so he yeah, has. he has, but it's okay. It's okay. He's like fucking 45 now. It's it's fine. Actually, oh, okay. he's older than that. He's in his 50s. He's older than that. He well, still he looked, had... He looks great, then. 
He does. No, he does. He does. He does. He, he still had one of the best scenes in fucking House Party. I don't care what nobody says. When that oh nigga showed God. up at House Party, I was cracking the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just here for the bitches. Yeah. Very niche demographic of bitches he's looking for. Anyway, <laughs> um, we have the first trailer for Queen Charlotte, uh, a Bridgerton story. It's been uh, comes into Netflix on May 4th. Yeah, um, I've, I watched the first Bridgerton like halfway through. Couldn't do it. I know mm-hmm. people love it. Didn't watch mm-hmm. the, um, season two. What, what are your thoughts as a Bridgerton viewer? Yeah, um, really loved season one. I mean, and this is coming from someone that that's just not my demographic. Like I, I'm not typically I'm not a huge fan of love stories. Excuse me. I'm not a huge fan of love stories, but um, this one, for some reason, just kind of worked. Like I, I was totally invested in the story and the mystery. Um, season two didn't really hit the same, but it didn't have the same characters. I mean, the characters that were majorly involved in season two were kind of background characters in season one. So, I mean, they were there, but they weren't the focal point. Um, and then in season three, they're going in like a new direction. And this is kind of like the style of the show. Like everybody that shines in one season will basically not in another. And that's fine. I mean, you know, it, it's a way to keep the show fresh and alive. But um, for somebody that gets attached to characters like I do, it's kind of hard to like really care. So this trailer in particular, even though it's Queen Charlotte, you know, we see her as this old regal, you know, queen of the queen of the nation, essentially. And now we're going to get kind of her background and her story. I don't really care. The trailer didn't necessarily excite me, to be completely honest. Um, I'll probably watch it just because I know Avi will. And, you know, I'll be lurking in the background, I guess. Uh, but this trailer like didn't make me. Like I I don't even know when this comes out, so comes out on May fourth on Netflix. Thanks, Monty. What'd you? You're think? welcome. <laughs> um, more Bridgerton <laughs> shit. Uh, I don't really have too much to, to uh, input, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, we have a new trailer for uh, Secret Invasion, uh, which has been mm. released. Um, this is the new Marvel show starring um Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury. Premieres on June twenty first on Disney Plus. What are your thoughts? It looks. I mean, so this trailer isn't necessarily super different than what we originally got as far as like a tone of the show. Like it still right. feels like this, you know, super spy type thing, which is cool. You know, like this is kind of what I wanted from a Nick Fury show. Um, but like it, it almost kind of it almost kind of makes me believe that they're not going to go that direction. And like, this is going to be like this, like kind of blow them up type thing. I, like, I just don't know why. Like I'm, I'm starting to kind of to like lose faith in Marvel when it comes to their TV shows. Um but, you know, like, obviously, this is something that we're going to be watching week to week. We'll review it on the pod, hopefully, I mean, unless it's terrible, like uh, Moon Knight. No, I'm just kidding. I like Moon Knight, but you hated it. So, um, I, yeah, hate it. I mean, you did. Uh, so, like, <laughs> is it, I mean, like, uh, I, I, I'm not sure why, but, like, I, I was expecting to see more. Um, Scrolls? Daenerys. No, oh, more Daenerys. Oh, uh, uh, Amelia Clark. Um, Amelia Clark. Thank you. Yeah, like, I, I was expecting to see more of her in the trailer. Um, it was cool to see Colby Smutters back, but, like. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just reaching a different point in my life with the whole MCU superhero thing. Like maybe uh, maybe I no, seriously, like maybe I am getting worn now because this didn't excite me, if I'm being real. It just didn't. Well, or damn, maybe well. maybe they just gotta start and I I think this is something I mentioned a year ago. They need to start back focusing on characters that really matter. Like I like I I love Dick Fury. I love Samuel well, Jackson. Dick Fury don't matter? No, he doesn't. Like wow. Where's where, where's Cap Iron Man and Thor? Stop where's saying Superman, that. Man, Batman. No, this this is how I feel. Like I I went to go see fucking Shazam, which was terrible. I went to go see uh what else just recently came out? 
uh, Black Adam. Well, I, I enjoyed it, but the masses hated it. Uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Quant- Quantumania. Oh, boy. Like, can, can we get some real shit back, please? Sorry. Go ahead, Money. No, no. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed this trailer. Um, I like the tone it was going for. Uh, I, I would like a show focused on Nick Fury, unlike you. Real Marvel fan. Um, <laughs> I, and just the idea of the scrolls coming in and you not knowing who's who and I, that kind of stuff intrigues me. I like the tonality of this. Like, I enjoy She-Hulk a lot, but I enjoy Miss Marvel a lot. But I like this kind of Falcon and Winter Soldier type feel, like that realism, mm-hmm. you know, steeped in Marvel. So I, I, I'm excited for it. And um, I like Ben Mendelsohn. I like him as Talos. Um, I like, of course, Amelia Clark and, like you said, Kobe Smolder. So I think it's got a really good, a really good cast here. I agree. Um, and I'm just, I'm excited for it. I'm bring MCU shows back. So who's the, who's the villain in this? Is it like Un- I, unknown? I mean, it could uh, be Ben Mendelsohn. It could be Ben Mendelsohn Talos, but last time we saw he was a good guy. So, but right. you know, who knows? Because the scrolls are in the comics bad traditionally traditionally and, and captain marvel that was like a like people were like, like a bait and switch like okay the scrolls aren't bad mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll see who knows okay i feel like they showed like a quick second of a villain figure when he was like you know what do you say like uh i forgot what he said he said something mysterious and i was like ooh, but like <laughs> wait was that no that might have been blue beetle actually so yeah i have no yeah. idea who, who the villain is that was Blue Beetle. I, I know what you mean, too. I know yeah. the scene you're talking about, Blue Beetle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Sorry. We have the new trailer for Pixar's Elemental, um, which has been mm-hmm. released. The film comes out June 16th in theaters. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So another I, I, I think this this particular teaser, like just the teaser of her getting on the train and, you know, all the other elementals. Like, I feel like I've seen that teaser like a million times. I'm not sure why. Like, it mm-hmm. feels like every movie I go to see or like every movie I went to see, like they showed this specific teaser. You know, we finally get like a full length trailer. Um, if, if I'm being real, this didn't excite me either, bro. Like, th- I mean, I, I feel like we've kind of seen this story, but I think what what was that, Monty? Every time you say something I like, I'm gonna heart. <laughs> I'm gonna heart. <laughs> I'm gonna heart it. Okay, wow. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, look, we we've we've, we've kind of seen this like you can do anything, you can love who you want type story, which is cool. Like, I, I feel like those stories have a place, but like. I think I'm going to skip this if I'm being real. So go ahead, Monty. Okay. You, you like that too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Um, like, I, I don't know if, if I'm aging out of the Pixar thing, man, but yeah, for real, I, I still think movies like Finding Nemo Incredibles, like, I, I think if, if I watched those today for the first time, I would be, wow, this is a great movie. I, I, so? I genuinely I think that. Okay. But this movie, like, it's, I know it's for kids, but the, the theme, like you said, kind of like it just is too overarching. Like it's too heavy handed. Like okay, like you said, oh, I, it's okay to love somebody who's different than me. Like I feel like the, the kids' movies that that we grew up on and that and that are considered great are very much more subtle in their in their thematic, I guess, ways of going about it. Like today, I feel like they don't even trust kid audiences at all. Like kids are smarter than you think. They can they can get that. They can get like Aladdin did that perfectly. Like you can love somebody who's different than you. Without the trailer being like, oh, he's a he's just a street rat. She's a yeah. princess. Like yeah. they don't trust kids anymore, and it's just sad. But it just looks way too you know heavy handed for me in terms of the theme. So, are you going to see this movie? Yes. Okay. So and I'll be mad. You. <laughs> I mean, look, look. I'm just because I, Pixar has a, the, the the storied history. I have to watch anything they put out. I feel like. Okay. So like I don't. I don't say those things to be right. Like I I. I hope when you go see it, you can report back and you can be like, bro, like this movie's fantastic. It was much more than we thought. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to give such like a strong opinion off of a two minute trailer, but 
Um, I, I I don't have any interest in seeing this. That's just me being blood. Sorry, let's continue. Agreed. And, and Pixar, I think, has fallen off the wagon recently in a couple of years. So, yeah. Anyway, okay. um, first trailer for Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. Pretty stacked cast here. We got Margot Robbie, Tom Hanks, Scarlett Johansson, Tilda Swinton, Brian Cranston, Maya Hawk, Steve Carell, Willem Dafoe, and many more. Um, mm-hmm. Comes out June 16th in theaters. What are your thoughts? So I thought that I saw this trailer, mm-hmm. and then I realized I did not. So please, okay. tell, me. <laughs> tell me what the hell this is. Okay, so I'm not a fan of Wes Anderson. He's he has a very like niche fan base as well. Um, all his movies are like super. They have like a weird kind of tone to him, which I don't mind weird, but mm-hmm. I just his movies don't do it for me. My favorite movie of his is Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is like an animated movie. Um, but he does mostly live action stuff. So, um, this it just felt like a Wes Anderson flick. Um, stack cast, you know, pretty movie to look at, but just something that's not for me. So that's what I took away from it. Not too much to add there. Is it giving pretentious vibes, Monty? All his movies are. Pretentious, <laughs> in my in my opinion. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, we have the trailer for Sisu uh, from the same producers of John Wick. Uh, this takes place, I believe, in some country in Europe. But uh, this, this guy, this farmer, finds some gold. That's in Germany. He, yeah, these, yeah, something like that. These niggas come back to recollect it, and they find out he's uh, he's that guy. Yeah, he's him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this is an interesting trailer. I got I got to see this one in, in the movie theater, and I'm kind of glad I did because you know the 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 first half of the trailer, I thought that maybe it was gonna go like the California gold mine type thing. I was like, okay, this might be kind of interesting actually. Like, I'm like I'm like a kind of niche nerd for history for that kind of bullshit. And then when it turns out that it was Nazi Germany, don't don't look at me like that, bitch. And it turns out it's like Nazi Germany, <laughs> and that like he's like John Wick and these guys. Like I was like. Okay, you know, I'm here for this too. You know, like I, I, I'll, I'll check this bullshit out. Um, I'm not expecting this to be good. If I'm being blunt, like I, I don't think this is gonna be like a great film. But uh, I didn't think the first John Wick would be great, so I was wrong. It was great. So um, you're welcome. I, I'll, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I would definitely check this out. Um, it looked, it looked, it looked super interesting. Like some, like how, how he was like killing these guys. Or, like, um, like. The it's like you said, like the producers of John Wick made this, and you can absolutely tell. So uh yeah, I'll be checking this out. Same man, you know me, you know I love a good revenge flick, and this just <laughs> it's, it's just screams that there's like I think Everybody it's gonna be awesome. I hate this heart, boy. <laughs> I do. I, I, I think this is gonna be awesome. So uh, I, I'm excited for it. Oh, um, so yeah, I, you know I love movies like John Wick, The Northman, anything to do with revenge. Sign me up. <laughs> okay. We have the trailer for Joyride. Um, coming to theaters uh july 7th this is the uh, stephanie sue's first movie since everything at world at once i believe it's autumn asians and they're going to china mm-hmm. that sounds crazy um in terms of a, a description but it's a comedy um produced by seth rogan i believe what, what are your thoughts yeah so another one i saw in the theaters um this one looked like a typical comedy film which i'm not angry at you know like i, I loves me a good comedy um, it takes place in their homeland or some of them homeland. I think one of them was naturally born in China. The rest of them are ABCs, if I remember correctly. So they're going to China for whatever happened. And a whole bunch of chaos ensues. Um, is it given hangover vibes from a trailer? Maybe. But uh, yeah, I'm here for it. I mean, I, Stephanie Sue proven she can do whatever the fuck she want after everything everywhere all at once. Um, so let's do it. Uh, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, I like the idea of, you know. Not just a white cast for mm-hmm. a comedy, but honestly, just, like you said, it just gave a generic comedy. Yeah, I won't. I won't, probably won't be rushing to the theaters to see this. If I hear some good things, maybe I'll check it out. Right. Um. And it was a bold decision to cast four Asian women as your leads because I I couldn't tell any of them castmates apart. 
while walking through there. If I'm if I'm being what? real, yeah, I couldn't tell any of them apart. I was like, which one is Stephanie Sue? Yo. Uh, all right, God. moving. I'm not cutting that at all. <laughs> moving on, Asian people, I love you. Um, <laughs> moving on. We have the trailer for the Black Demon. Ooh, theaters April twenty eighth. It's about like that that fucking megalodon in Mexico. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, shark movie, sign me up. Uh, as soon as I saw there was about sharks, I was like, bitch, I'm there opening night. Like, what the fuck? Um, I thought the main guy was George Lopez for like a half a second. I was like, what the fuck is George Lopez? Like, you're in here? It's not George Lopez, guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's about a shark. Somehow these niggas get tricked into going on this this one rig. thing that's on the water. Yeah, this rig that's on the water. And the shark is attacking the rig and he's going to eat them all. Uh, sign me up. Yeah, I'm here opening night. That's all I need. Thanks. I'm surprised after the Meg that a, sh- a movie would even attempt to do like another Megalodon shark movie. Like, <laughs> I, f- I feel like they had like a monopoly on the Meg. Like, yeah, the Meg, the, the Meg two waited too damn long. Cause these niggas said, these said, you know what, bitch, we got something for y'all ass. Megalodon two point oh, nigga. It's a fucking um, Megalodon. It's just, bro, watch watch the post credit scene. Be Jason Statham. I heard you got a Megalodon problem. <laughs> Cross universes, I love it. Yeah, I'm here uh, for it. But no, this, this movie looks horrible. I'm not gonna lie. I, I know you like uh, this kind of shit. Yeah, I, I like I like this kind of shit too to an extent, but this movie just looked like nothing I've seen, like I haven't seen before. So if you say it's good, I'll check it out. But um, okay. other than that, I'm not checking for this one. <laughs> wow. We got the first trailer for Extraction Two, which has been released, it comes on June 16th on Netflix. The first one's to start uh, Chris Hemsworth, produced by the Russo brothers. What are your thoughts? You don't so, watch. First- yeah, I, I never, I, I did, I did not watch the first Extraction, but um, I remember you telling me that you enjoyed it. Like it was a, it was a pretty good film, and uh, this trailer. I, I, I like really appreciated the way it was shot. Like as as somebody who who loves going to the movies and who's watched films all his life. Oh, thanks, Monty, for the heart. Uh, you know, I I I just I I can appreciate when when somebody puts their time into something and then they release it instead of them just putting out like a generic trailer for any kind of movie. Because um, at, at the end of the day, this this is an action movie, right? Um, right. so like, how can you make it different? And th- this trailer was, it was a great trailer, man. Like just like the, the, the kind of one shotness, like the way they brought up the, the, uh, the credit. Um, it was, it was great. Um, it made me want to see it, but I will say, and again, I did not watch the first one is does this nigga have the super soldiers here? Cause, uh, what is going on? Like, I'm, yeah, like yeah. that was kind of crazy, but go ahead, Monty. What'd you think? Yeah, so the, the first extraction was really good, and I have to give the, the Russo brothers their credit. When it comes to these little action movies like the, the Gray Man, which came out last year, or the first extraction, they do really good with like taking their time and making like memorable action set pieces. And the fighting choreography is really always really good. So I'm really excited for this one. Chris Hemsworth has already proven himself as a he can be a super action star. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm excited for it. He did kind of die in the first one, so it's, it's interesting how they kind of brought him back. Um, but uh, but yeah, I. I I love it, and like you said, the teaser was just like that shot of him fighting those rioters or whatever. Uh, he he like he was on some on some steroids, but mm-hmm. it was just amazing. It was just amazing. Like he's fighting somebody with like a flaming fist, and just the the, old, the overall cinematography. I think like in the past recent years, like since the John Wick movies, they kind of started a trend of like action movies give a fuck again. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just generic action. Like e- even like the Mission Impossible movies as well. Like they're putting real time into these action set pieces, and it's just it's all the better for it in my opinion. So I'm I'm excited. I agree, man. I agree. Um, last trailer here is for the Blue Beetle trailer. It comes out August 18th in theaters now, not HBO Max anymore. I think James Gunn was the one that kind of, and Peter Saffron were the one that kind of pushed it to come to theaters now. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on this Blue Beetle trailer? 
it looked good, man. Uh, surprisingly, uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that I had low expectations, but this yeah, is I did. A, okay. This is <laughs> this 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 is another like D list character. Like if it wasn't for Young Justice, I would not know who Blue Blue Beetle was. Um, and I will say one thing that bothered me a little bit was the fact that they didn't use a male a a, a Mexican male voice as the scarab. Like it was just some like random like white woman, woman. basically. Yeah, yeah like it, like some random computers didn't like sound like fucking Siri. Like I I I didn't like that at all. But other than that, the um the the suit looked great. Like it looked like they they put time and effort into the CGI. Okay, Monty, please please stop. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, getting no. <laughs> no. Um they they put time and effort to the CGI. Like the 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 scarab uh, uh attached to his body looked like scary to an extent um and like yeah like it, it looked great like the, the the actor who's playing jaime look looks cool they got george lopez finally in here uh so i'm here for it man like it, it looks like they went kind of age appropriate with jaime they definitely got the um the spanish background and portion of it right um so i'm here for it man i'm here for it uh what, what do you think of the trailer i, I thought so first of all, I just want to say it's interesting. Like before Young Justice, like Blue Beetle was Ted Cord. He was the first Blue Beetle in the, in the comics. Yeah. And I feel like people love that rendition of Blue Beetle so much that like now Jaime Reyes is like it's like the Blue Beetle that's like the staple in the comics now and the one that people kind of refer to the most. I mean, he is a much cooler design, but it's just interesting how mm-hmm. TV, just like yeah, how we've seen TV influence like what happens in the comics and shit like that. Anyway, um, but yeah, I thought that the trailer looked like just a basic generic ass. Come, I mean, not coming of age, uh, but, um, origin story for a superhero. Sure. But all the effects looked great. Blue Beetle himself, the costume looked amazing. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't, I honestly don't expect too much from a story standpoint from this movie, but I, I'm excited to see just how, how cool it looks. I like, I thought it was cool how to use like the, the, the little, the little Uzi song. Uh, I yeah. just want to rock in the trailer. That was pretty cool as well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it, I guess. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it, but okay. <laughs> no, I am. I am. But no, but the suit looks awesome though. I, I gotta admit. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's just talk what's coming to, um, to TV and movies. Uh, we have Grey's Anatomy has been renewed for a second. Um, I'm sorry, a 20th season at ABC. I was about to say uh, uh, second. Huh? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> that's insane. Um, Snowfall spinoff is early in development at FX. So starring Gail Bean, who plays Wanda in Snowfall, uh, she's rumored to star in this Snowfall spinoff. My thoughts to FX would be your first move was is to uh, make a, a spinoff show about somebody who was on crack. A crackhead? Come on now. That's I don't see any appeal to that, but hopefully that's just a rumor and not true because I'm not watching a fucking show about Wanda. That's someone who watches Snowfall. You guys will know what I'm talking about. Um, Ryan Coogler is developing a new X Files series with a, a diverse cast. Apparently, um, have you ever watched X Files or do you care about this or anything? So no, I, I was never like a. I, this this is just one of those shows that like it seemed like everybody loved, but I just never got into. And X Files falls into that category. I don't care about this. Shout out to Ryan Coogler, but I don't give a damn. So yeah, like you, I never. I always heard about X Files. I know it has a huge fan base. I never watched it, but just because Ryan Coogler is like one of my favorite directors now, um, I'm going to yeah. check it out. Yeah, I'm going to check it out just because of Ryan Coogler. Like that, I guess that's what they wanted too when they probably signed him on. Like he'll probably bring a whole new audience, and so it works for me. So I'll check it out. <laughs> he gonna get the niggas. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got me. <laughs> he got you. <me. laughs> uh, you has been renewed for a fifth and final season at Netflix. Um, the, the series you. That sucks. That's that sucks. Okay, I, I still we we still haven't gotten around to watching part two, so wow. I guess that kind of leads me to believe that Joe is going to make it. So yay, um, or I guess it could be about a new character. But that'd be stupid, but whatever. Okay, great. 
you season five jesus christ this show is never going to die it's crazy it literally is in season five i just said that oh oh this is the final season the fifth and final season okay great okay sorry i i heard you season and i was just like there's no way there's another one got it <laughs> yeah so um i think this is very good news I, I i really enjoy the show you i think it's a great series overall but it's time for some finality to it uh there's no way they can just keep going around killing people like it's just <laughs> it's just not that's just not feasible yeah. um and, and i think the show's kind of worn out as welcome a little bit too so um but it, that's just my opinion anyway uh, the original cast of Scott Pilgrim versus the world are reprising their roles for an anime adaption for Netflix. So the whole entire original cast of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. So Michael Sarah, uh, everybody's coming back, which, which is that's insane to me. This that is they were favorite to, films, right? Yeah. Chris Evans. Um, everybody's coming back. So it's going to be really dope. You, you never watched Scott Pilgrim, did you? Never, 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 never. As, as somebody who likes video games and anime, that's like it's, this movie is like made for you. I promise you. I'll check it out. Scott Program versus the world. I mean, I, yeah. I know that you you spoken highly about it multiple times, so I'll check it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Well, for fans of Scott Program versus the world, this is huge news, and everybody's excited to uh, to kind of see this anime adaptation. Adaptation. Uh, Gronish will end with its uh, with, with its upcoming season X. What the hell am I saying? Season six <laughs> <laughs> at, at Freeform. So I'm okay. probably the only one in the world who watches Gronish uh, consistently. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the Blackish spinoff starring Yara Shahidi. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, Disney is in talks to remake The Princess and the Frog into a live action film. Um, online, we've seen singers like Ari Lennox and Coco Jones submitting their, I guess, auditions uh, without mm-hmm. no one asked them to. They just really want to be Princess <laughs> Tiana. It's okay. interesting seeing all these people trying to make their auditions. I've seen other TikToks as well. So, what are your thoughts on should this movie be made live action? Would you see it live action? Hmm. He's pondering. Yeah. So, guys, Princess and the Frog means a lot to me. I mean, it does. Like, it, it's it's she's literally the only black princess. Um, it it's in a black like it it it's it's just build in blackness, right? So, like, I really care about this, and I don't want them to fuck it up. But at the same time, they've remade Peter Pan, Pinocchio, and all these other old white bullshit classics for years. So, let's get a live action Princess and the Frog. Let's put another. What if they cast a white woman as Princess Tiana for all the payback? You want a nigger bell? You want a nigger Ariel? We're going to have a white. Damn, Monty is like this. That's not going to happen. All right. Okay. So <laughs> I literally shoot up Disney. Headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. No, color doesn't matter. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I want this to happen. Um, I want them to put the money in for the special effects for the voodoo master. Um, I wish that uh, fucking Keith David could voice him again because he was fantastic in my opinion but yeah let's let's do it let's let it happen i'm here for it i totally agree i, I think this needs to happen um and also just to kind of piggyback off your point of not only the thing to be a black woman but it needs to be a dark-skinned black woman black woman in my opinion i think that representation was also just as important the fact that she was black not mm-hmm. uh, you know give brown skin dark skin girls somebody to to look up to and attach themselves to so i'm excited for it i think it'd be really really dope hopefully they can change the formula up a little bit we can have more princess tiana as a fucking princess not a frog because mm-hmm. uh, i know like that's like a big complaint that it got when it first came out so I, I think disney will recognize that and probably give us change the story up a little bit tweak it to give us more actual princess tiana I hope so. I agree. Uh, um, a live action hybrid remake of the Aristocats is in the works at Disney um, with a quest love from the roots is set to direct this film. Um, yes, I'll read that again. Quest love of the roots is directing his first directorial debut. This way you, the Aristocats, this way you, huh? 
this will either be the firest movie ever, like the most fire movie ever, or this will be a fucking disaster. And Disney's like, you know what, Questlove? Have the Aristocats. <laughs> we ain't giving you Princess and the Frog, nigga. You can have Aristocats. Yeah. If you fuck that up, that's all you. But what are your thoughts? Uh, this is going straight to Disney+. Plus. Um, <laughs> I... I, so first of all, I've never been a huge fan of like the Aristocats. Like I feel like I've seen it once when I was a kid, and I literally have never revisited it since. Oh, you're um, crazy. I I remember the movie being fine, and I, I think there's like a bit that goes around, but I I don't have any love in my heart for this film, so I don't give a fuck about this. To be completely honest, I do. I was a huge Aristocats fan. Had it on VHS. Watched it all the time. Oh yeah, you're you're like a yeah. diehard cat lover too. Fucking weirdo. Grown ass man right. with cat. The heck, nigga. <laughs> Everybody, everybody wants to be a cat. You remember that song? I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well. Yeah. That's what I said. Um, like, there, there is a bit that goes around. That's it. That's all. I, that's all I know. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a, it's a great fucking movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Quest Love, don't don't fuck it up. He is. Um, a live he is uh, a live action Street Fighter film is in the works at Legendary. Um, wow. I guess after after the success of Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter was like, you know, I want a piece of the pie too. So, what are your thoughts on this? You, you mean success? Is that what you yeah, mean? Success? Quote unquote, quote unquote success. Got it. Yeah, that movie fucking sucked. Um, let's do it, bro. Let's just let's 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 just, let's just get it all out here. Like let's just <laughs> like let's just let's just lay it on the line. Let's just do it. Like Street Fighter made it a bit easier to do than Mortal Kombat though. So actually, nah, Street Fighter. Yeah, whatever. Let's just do it. I'm here for it. Live action. Put it in theaters. I'll be there opening night. Um, I I mean Street Fighter isn't my favorite fighting series. Obviously, Mortal Kombat is. Um, but I will still go watch this opening night if it looks like they give a fuck about it. So yeah, yeah, I'm just like you, man. Let's let's make all these fighting movies into uh, fighting games into movies. Let's do a Tekken movie. Let's do all this shit. I yeah. hope it's cheesy, cheesy as fuck. So I can just laugh and give it an F on on Instagram. <laughs> um, Bill Skarsgård, who plays the iconic Pennywise in the in, in in the reboot of the It movies, is not currently involved at to return as Pennywise in the It prequel series coming um to HBO called Welcome to Dairy. And so, did you ever watch the It movies? You did, right? Yeah, I watched the first two, of course. Okay, so he's a big, you know, he's a big draw to this movie. He kills it as Pennywise. So a lot of It fans are not happy that you wouldn't bring him back as Pennywise for a Welcome to Dairy series. So do you, do you have any thoughts about this, or do you care at all? Not really. It's, I mean, it it is a weird decision. I mean, hopefully it is like the studio's decision and not his. But um, I don't. I mean, I would love to see him back as Pennywise, but if he thinks that he's just like too good to do it, or whatever. At this point, then you know, to be damned with it. But um yeah i mean i'm sure they can find somebody just to put on the makeup honestly so i really don't care i just talk myself into it i don't care yeah i i want to say i care but at the same time i don't think i do either to be honest i mean <laughs> i mean i mean i think he kills this pennywise don't get me wrong sure. but is that like a role where only bill scars guard can do it right like, like no <laughs> put, put tim curry uh, back into makeup he can do it oh wait he's dead r.i.p tim curry sorry anyways uh t- <laughs> Taron Edgerton uh, says he has ideas for Kingsman 3 that he's looking to pitch to Matthew Vaughn. Uh, his quote is, I think that it will be happening soon, but he has the wheels in motion and a big idea of his own as well. So who knows, you know. Um, so Taron Edgerton, who plays Exy, and he wants a Kingsman 3. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want a Kingsman 3 as a question? No. Um, I think <laughs> – no, seriously. I mean, look, that we, we we got two in a prequel. Um, I don't think we need any more. And – I think that they told a story for Exe in the film, so I don't need any more. Um, but that's obviously not going to happen. Um, Kingsman 3 is definitely going to happen. It'll be out in two or three years, and we'll talk about it. But, like, I don't need this movie, no. 
I agree. I don't need it, but I would I would like it. I mean, I I even enjoyed The King's Man, the prequel that came out like two years ago. I thought that was a I thought it was a decent, pretty good, decent movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I like The King's Man world, so I I don't need it, but like you said, I I'd, I'd like it. I guess. Um, Amanda Bynes was placed on psychiatric psychiatric hold after she what was found <laughs> roaming. <laughs> After she was found roaming the streets naked and alone, uh, Amanda Bynes, um, she was such a child legend and star. It's just sad to see this life of hers, this half she's taken, I guess, uh, drugs and all that shit. But what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, man, it sucks, man. Like being a being a child like this. This is really why a lot of parents don't want their kids to act because like they they feel like they're just like, yeah, like you'll get the money, you'll get the fame. But they're going to grow up as a fucked up adult. Like uh, Amanda Bynes isn't much older than we are. She's maybe 33, 34, maybe 36. I don't know. But like, it's crazy. Like we hear this stuff all the time with these child stars. Like we can name them like Lindsay Lohan, like Orlando. Or, or, or Orlando Brown. <laughs> yeah. Orlando Brown. Like we, 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 we can literally sit here and name people that are fu- even fucking Josh was fucking doing perks and shit. Like what the fuck? Like, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it sucks, man. But, uh, you know, ho- hopefully she can get the help she needs and she can recover from this and come back like Lindsay Lohan did. So I, I like you, man. Like I-, I love Amanda Bynes. She's a big part of my childhood. I, I hate it when I saw that video on my timeline. So hopefully she can do better. Yeah. yeah I mean, Amanda Bynes, right. For those who don't know, maybe kids who weren't born in the 90s, like she is so talented. Like just go back and watch the Amanda show. Like she was so good on all that. They gave her her own show, which was the Amanda show. And like she was. I think she was before her time in terms of her com- her comedic timing, all that kind of stuff. So it's sad to see her go down this route instead of like a more successful route. Yeah. Um, and I guess other tabloidy news is Jonathan Majors was, of course, arrested in New York City for assaulting a woman who had involved strangulation. Of course, his reps has come out and said that, you know, that's not true now. It's been more evidence proving that that necessarily didn't happen the way it was told to have unfolded. So he's in the clear now, it seems like, but he got like a lot of shit dropped from him, like his army ad and all that kind of stuff. So it just kind of goes to show like, Getting accused of something is almost as bad as actually doing that shit, which is which is bad these days. But what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, man, it it, it sucks. Like when I, it, it's funny though when when the news initially broke about this, I automatically was like, "There's no way, like, there's no way that that it went down like this." Um, but when when I heard reports that said that she actually had marks on her neck, I was like, "Oh no, this nigga's wildin'. Like this nigga's <laughs> wildin'. Like he he did that shit." Um, but then yeah, like a day later. The, you know, the lawyers came out. She recanted the statement. Apparently there's a video coming out. So we'll see. Um, I, I I will say, like, people were quick to try to shit on Jonathan Major just because he's dating a white so woman. So quick. So quick. Like, oh, well, that was. Well, yeah. Well, no, I mean, they were they were shitting on him saying that, like, he obviously did it because he's dating with the white. Like, that's come on. Like, just be 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 more respectful. But, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully when. When when the undeniable video evidence comes out that this did not happen, everything will go back to normal. But yeah, I mean it's it's a sucky situation either way it goes because like you said, him just getting accused of it, like he 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 lost money, um, and like you know we don't we don't even want to think about that call with Kevin Feige. So uh, you know we'll 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 see what happens with it. I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige called that woman and was like, "Hey, I got five million for you, bitch." <laughs> your story <laughs> um and, and just to, like after, after seeing creed 3 too just the idea of that man putting his hands on even me was scared the fuck out of me so um i'm, I'm glad that's not true because uh <laughs> you just yeah. sound like the biggest bitch <laughs> that man <laughs> what the fuck yeah that's that's doable <laughs> um 
Um, let's talk some video games, I guess, news, just briefly. Um, what, what, what were your thoughts on the 10-minute gameplay preview of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? Um, right, here we go. He's coming already, guys. Yeah, I, I'm coming. Uh, this was everything that I wanted in a sequel. Um, I The gameplay mechanics looked amazing. The graphics looked the same as Breath of the Wild, which I wasn't mad about. I'm, I'm, I was a fan of like the kind of cell shading animation they had in Breath of the Wild. Um, the fact that the game is like more vertical where you can go up to these sky islands, uh, you can do all these, all these super cool things with the gameplay. And the biggest thing about it is the creativity factor of it now. Like this game is going to take you as far as your creativity can reach. Like you can, you can fuse weapons. Um, you can, you can like basically make structures like it's, it's crazy like the amount of freedom that they allow in this game so super excited for it i've literally taken a week off of work when this game comes out i'm not kidding and i'll be playing the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom i can't wait fun news i guess uh chad stahelski who is the director of john wick series all four of them uh says he has interest in pushing forward his adaptation of ghost of tsushima um, into a movie uh he, he said it has increased i'm sorry into a into a series not a movie he said this has increased after the last of us and how successful that was on hbo max um the curse of the video game to movie is kind of lifted he said he said it can be done after watching the last of us all you have to do is give it love and attention what are your thoughts i agree to an extent i mean even though i wasn't the biggest fan i i, I gave the last of us a b I think that the story itself is an A, but the you way that it, it you, you gave it a B plus, I gave it a B. Okay, B plus. So yeah, like I think the the actual story of The Last of Us is obviously iconic. I, I think it's an A, but the way it was executed on screen was still very good, and I, I think that the masses really enjoyed it. And I think that they would do the same with Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Uh, obviously, the story itself isn't as good as The Last of Us. But the world is just so beautiful that I think that it it, it can be easily be captured on film, and it could. I, I I think that people would absolutely tune in week to week to watch this show. Like this is this this show can make waves. So I I kind of agree with with this sentiment honestly. And any thoughts on Chasta Helsky helming it? Uh, the John Wick guy. Uh, I think he's perfect. I mean, this is a this is a a, a samurai show. I mean, there's mm-hmm. you know bow and arrows. There, there's no guns, so there won't be any gung fu or gun fu. But um, it, it'll still be cool to see like you know the creative way that he can do the kills with the swords and the samurai battles and just just make it cinematic, make it an event. I think I think he's the right guy for it. If I'm being honest, agreed, agreed. It's interesting too. How this guy went from being Neo or Keanu Reeves backup as Neo, his stunt double, to doing all this crazy stuff in Hollywood. I love it. I love it, man. Um, uh, let's talk some DC news real quick. Dwayne Johnson, apparently, he's getting a lot of heat on. Have you been seeing the heat he's been getting? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the Rock, uh, he vetoed a post credit scene for Shazam Fury of the Gods that would have included Aldous Hodge's um, Hawkman and other heroes, including Shazam, in, into the GSA or introducing Shazam to the, the GSA. So it's been just rumored that he's salty. You know, his ego is like taking over and he's, you know, doesn't want anything to do with Shazam, even though Black Adam and Shazam are super tied together in the comics. Like, it doesn't make sense to have one without the other. Um, just what are your thoughts on just this whole The Rock and his ego and all this kind of stuff? Is it kind of tampering your ideas or, or your love for him, or do you not really care or buy into it that much? Yeah, no. First of all, um, there's nothing The Rock can do short of like beating his wife that I, that, that that would make me look at him sideways. Um, mm-hmm. And this this definitely isn't one of them. Like f- 
first of all, Shazam fucking sucked. And the post credit scene that, he, that they're talking about, they wanted wouldn't say in the movie. Um, so it's not a matter it, of saving the movie. It's just a matter of the of the moment. No, like that lineage, like they. It, it makes no sense to have these Black Adam and Shazam movies be so separate and no kind of connective tissue between them. Like they're so tied together in the comics, it just makes zero sense. So I, I agree with that. But um, from 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 what I was hearing, the the Rock did that because he really wanted the Black Adam and Superman thing to happen, and that post credit scene was way better. Now the direction of Black Adam versus Superman instead of Black Adam versus Shazam. I get comic purists wanting Black Adam and Shazam, but Black Adam and Superman would have been better. And Shazam, Shazam, in my opinion, would have eventually been brought into the fold. But like, I mean, look, I I think I think all all of all of what The Rock was trying to do were with good intentions. I don't think that he was trying to make Shazam less than. I think that he just had a vision for his character and where it was going with Superman. And things just didn't work out that way. I mean, like, Black Adam doesn't even exist anymore. So it sucks. But I I, I don't blame Zachary Levi for being angry about it. I mean, obviously, it's his film. But I think The Rock made the right decision at that time. Like, obviously, it's easy to look back now and everything's different. And everything's changed and say that he was wrong. But at the time, I think he was right. It's interesting. You keep saying what he wanted, what he wanted to do, like... At he's the same the time, he's still servicing the character of the Black Adam, though. Not it's not what the Rock necessarily wants to do. Is what what serves the 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 story, I guess. You know. And now it's even been reports that his ego was even the reason why the Black Adam or Black Adam wasn't even a villain in his movie, like how he is in the comics. How he was more like just basically he, like he wasn't even an antihero. He was just, the nigga was a hero in his movie. And they were saying the Rock didn't want to tarnish his image and be a, and be a true villain like how Black Adam is in the comics. Like if that kind of stuff is true, I don't know. It could be totally false. I don't know. It could but, be. Yeah. But if that kind of stuff is true and you're letting your ego dictate a character's nature that is different than how it is in, in media, uh, then that is that's, that's an issue to me. Because at that point, you're, you're letting your celebrity become – take away from what you know should actually be happening. And I don't like, I don't like that kind of stuff personally. Okay. Okay. Do you agree with that or not really? You don't care? Um, in The Rock's case, I don't agree with that. No. I mean DC was in shambles and he was trying to do what he could to save the, to save the entire of the DC universe. So – uh, but yeah, like when in, in, in like the fast series, when his ego and Vin Diesel's ego is getting in the way of them being together. Yeah. yeah. Then, yeah. Then he's wrong. But this, like, this, in, is, this is a trend with him though. He, he keeps wanting to have things go his way and be the center of attention. Like, like, bro, what are you doing? I mean, like I said, in, in, in the fast series, you're right. In, in the DC series, I, I don't agree. Like, I, I think that he should have been like, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all are doing. This this uh this franchise is floundering and I can help. So yeah. And just just to add on to some more details that we've been hearing about the rock and all his problems at DC that he wanted apparently he wanted the DCEU to center around him and Henry Cavill Superman. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that like that, that kind of stuff is just like bro, like <laughs> that's just very egotistic to me and um that's weird. Um, but speaking of Shazam 2, it's tanking really hard at, at the box office. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the lowest opening in DCEU history. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zachary Levi and The Rock have actually been beefing like out in the public, which is interesting as well, too. Um, and Vin Diesel, this, this is the funniest shit ever. Vin Diesel, this nigga chimed in on Twitter and siding with Zachary Levi saying, the enemy of my enemy is my family. I will have Zachary's back in this crusade against Dwayne. That was the funniest tweet of all time, in my opinion. Oh, God. Um, Get man, over it, man. Get over <laughs> what are your, it, bro. What are your thoughts on that shit? 
Brock wins. The Rock's better. The Rock has more star power. He's See, that's why, I can't, that's why I'm like asking about The Rock. You're just so fucking biased. On his no, that's though. not true. I said. Can, can, can you in, think in objectively? Series, yeah, I said in the Fast series, he's wrong. I said that. But DC has no right to be like, we're DC. We're doing everything. Nigga, no, you're not. Like, you have fucking seven movies, but you should have 30 at this point. Like, they, they fucking floundered. They failed. They don't have a Superman. They don't have a Wonder Woman. They don't have a Batman. They failed. And The Rock was trying to do what he could to save it. The Rock was the one that brought Henry Cavill back. And the DC was like, no, fuck it. Fuck everything. We're just going to throw it all away. So, no, I don't agree with none of that shit. The Rock was right. God damn it. That's my, that's my stance. Okay, but can you agree that that, that that Vin Diesel tweeting the enemy of my enemy is my family is not hilarious? Can you agree with that at least? Oh, yeah, I, I laughed. I'm okay, sorry. okay, okay. <laughs> 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 anyway, last bit of DC news. Uh, the Batman Part 2, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Um, the Clayface apparently will be in the film. Clayface, the villain, which is super interesting. What are your thoughts on that? I like and, it. Not, okay. I, I, I like, well, sorry, what, what were you about to say? No, I, no go ahead. Go ahead. I, I mean, yeah, I, I like Clayface as the villain. I think. And you know what's crazy? I, I think kind of what they did with like the Batman animated series was like was like great for the character, like actually making him an actual human being first and getting to know him, getting to love him, and then going through the transformation of Clayface. Hopefully, they can do something similar here. They probably won't. I mean, hopefully, it's not another three-hour fucking film. But um, obviously, they've got to kind of get to it. Um, but yeah, like I, I like Clayface. I, I think he's a good villain for Batman, honestly. So I'm here for it. Yeah, I agree. I think Clayface is a great villain as well, but. It's interesting because of the realism that the Batman kind of established. Like, can a character like Clayface, who's supernatural, quote unquote, when I say supernatural, he has powers. Like, can that fit in the world of like the Penguin and the Riddler and Catwoman, who are so like you know steeped in that realism? You know, like I, I mean, I I think it can be done. I'm yeah. just interesting to see how that transition will, will you know will take because um, Clayface is not somebody you can just he, he's not a monster. You know, he's this nigga mm-hmm. has powers. This nigga has powers. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that'd be really interesting to see um, in that tone of that movie, him being a villain. Well, it's a sequel. They've they've got to do it bigger and better. So, yeah, I think this is their attempt to elevate the film. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. see if it actually does or not. But I mean, I, I, I like it. It's a ballsy move, but let's, let's do it. I like it. And also the main thing I want to I want, I want you to take away from that as well, that he's not the villain because they say he's going to be in the film. They didn't say he's going to be the villain. So I'm thinking he's going to have okay. like a, a minor role probably because I feel, I feel like that they would have said he's the villain for Batman 2 if that was the case. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wait, let's who, talk. So who, who is the villain for that film? Do we know yet? It's, no, it's still rumored to be Mr. Freeze, um, but it's not. It's Ooh, not I was like not, that too. It's not uh, confirmed yet. Okay. Okay. Let's talk some series and movies reviews. Uh, the first review that I want to get to is My Hero Season 5. I'm not, oh, I just watched God. it. Oh, okay, okay. Season 6 is already out too, so I'll talk about that after. Well, I, I'm I'm about, I'm about to watch season six, so if you could, okay, if you could no worries. If you, no, no, if you could avoid plot points, that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, in, in, okay. in your review, okay. Sure. So season five, I watched it. I know it can guys it came out in 2021. Uh, I know, but Hulu takes so long to release their dub version that I I finally watched it on Hulu because I watched it dubbed. Anime peers don't kill me. Anyway, I thought there were some really cool moments, some really cool power upgrades. Um, Deku desperately needed a long a long range attack. He finally got one with the little power vines or whatever. Because like um, whip. Because uh, Todoroki and uh, Bakugo were killing his ass, and so that I think might even the playing field in terms of how he can have like a long range attack. Overall, though, I think that the series was like it felt like a setup for season six, and I keep hearing that season six is amazing. Um, <laughs> but I, I still, I still, okay, he's doing the evil laugh. I still really enjoyed season five, though. Um, the class A versus class B arc was cool. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the arc with Endeavor and his family, I don't give a fuck about that. I'm sorry, I don't care about Endeavor how he 
the trauma he caused to the rookie and the brothers and sisters. I just didn't care about that. Okay. Now, the, the final arc was interesting as well, which was the, the Liberation Army versus um, the League of Villains. That was really cool. Uh, the backstory of freaking Shigaraki was heartbreaking. I was like, wow, like that was like the, the first time in the anime. I was like, okay, I actually feel something. Like, oh, um, okay. I was like, I mean, that, it was just done so well. Like, I thought him as a mm-hmm. kid, and he just wanted his dad's approval, and he just kills his whole family by accident. Like, I was, I was like, tragic as fuck, and mm-hmm. it really, it really added some context to Shigaraki, and I really appreciated that. However, the the final fight between Redestro and Shigaraki was underwhelming. Only it was a good fight, but underwhelming only in comparison to the other season finale fights. Um, that I've seen. So overall, I still think my hero is hilarious. I, I I really enjoy watching. I have so much fun watching the show, and I'm excited for season six. The whole dark Deku thing has been spoiled for me on Twitter. On say I hate you niggas. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for season six. So what are your thoughts on season six, real quick, without spoiling awesome, any man. points? Yeah. So um, so since you haven't seen it yet, I'm I'm gonna say very little, but I will say that this has been the best season of my hero ever. Oh wow! Um, it's been it's been absolutely amazing, and uh, I can't wait for you to see it, man. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I, I don't want to say anything else because anything that I say is going to be a spoiler essentially. So, um, just just watch it, bro. It, it's it's absolutely amazing. Okay, you you sold me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Outer Banks season three review. You sorry, you sorry, don't sorry, wa- sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get my review of uh, Attack on Titan. You, you you're never gonna watch this anyway. So, um, yeah, <laughs> Attack on Titan final season part three. Um, it's still not over, guys. They they released like an hour special of the last few episodes of Attack on Titan. Um, and I think they're going to do the same with the final season part four later this year. But uh, holy shit. Um, every every single time I watch Attack on Titan, I'm just like, this is like the greatest piece of art I've ever witnessed. Like, I just I just can't believe that the journey that we've been on with these characters, the twists and turns, the animation is so crisp. The voice acting is great. The action is just nuts. Um, and then like Aaron, Aaron as a main character is just so fucking like, he's, he's so interesting, but he makes you think like he, he, he makes you think like, like literally what the fuck would you do if you were in my shoes? Like he, like he, he really makes you think that. And, um, it's crazy because he's committing genocide essentially. Like he's killing billions of people. Um, and he, 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 he started off as the protagonist. So, uh, yeah, to, to see his journey, it's just absolutely amazing. I can't wait for the conclusion coming out later this year, but guys, if you, if, if, if you, if you've never seen attack on Titan, man, you've, you, you've got to watch it. It's, it's probably when it's all said and done, it's probably going to be the greatest anime of all time. And I've said that multiple times, but it's, I, I love One Piece. I love Dragon Ball. I love Naruto. Like I love those shows, but in, in terms of in terms of plot, um, those shows don't hold a candle to Attack on Titan. That's just my personal opinion. Now, is action better than you know the Dragon Ball Z? Of course not. Um, is the animation? Yeah, the animation's better. Are, are like the characters better? Probably not. But overall, as like a as like a show in a vacuum, Attack on Titan is better than those shows. That's my opinion. But um, yeah, go ahead, Money. Let's keep going. Sorry. Actually, no, I do plan on watching it one day. I really do. Because uh, I've been, I'm here for multiple sources, how great it is. So, yeah. Um, Outer Banks Season 3 review. I know you don't watch the show. I'll just briefly admire my thoughts. This show started off as just kids surfing, hanging loose, you know, having fun. <laughs> I remember and, you telling me about this show that you actually like this bullshit. Go ahead. I love, I love, first of all, I fucking love Outer Banks, bitch. Oh, you love um, it? <laughs> this show has evolved to these little white kids hanging out, having fun. So now these niggas are going on treasure hunts. They're getting shot at by mercenaries. And oh, this is the kind of... this. 
I love it. Okay, it's 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 been the it's ramped up so much in terms of just what's happening and how and how these kids are able to get away with this shit. Like really, it's, it's, it's about some badass kids really just finding treasure and getting shot at every day. And every every show has to involve two things happening in every show. Now I've come to expect number one, somebody's going to get chased, and number two, um, somebody's going to get shot at, or there's going to be like some kind of Mexican standoff with a gun. And the fact that these kids are still like in high school is just hilarious to me. Um, and what makes this show is the cast, man. This is one of those shows where the cast is so good. You can just watch them sitting around a, a campfire talking about their lives and you can just have fun with it because the cast, like everybody gels so great. They have great chemistry. So I love it in terms of just that kind of stuff. Um, I'd watch the same cast, like in like another show about something completely different and I'm this calling it Netflix, in, right? Yeah. Netflix. And I'm calling it now season five by season five. They, they will all have superpowers. Um, cause that's, <laughs> that's how, that, that's how crazy the show's ramping up. Uh, Swarm Review, did you watch this show? No, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Um, the only thing I know about it is based on the trailer and, of course, you know, the Hallie scene, or Chloe scene, but yeah. I know literally nothing about this show. Tell me about it. I'm interested. Okay, so this is from uh, Donald Glover and Janine Neighbors, both worked on Atlanta. Um, now, I think this is very a very unique vision, like the idea of toxic fandom and how far can it go. But overall, man, the payoff for this movie just, I mean, for this series just failed on its, on its face. And the journey was not worth it. Um, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. When you say when you say the payoff, so like, are you talking about your expectations or the actual payoff itself? The actual payoff itself, what everything led to in the show. Okay. Um, now, it, had, it it led by a great performance by Dominique Fishback, who's also going to be in the upcoming Transformers movie. She did really good. Mm-hmm. But just every episode just felt so mundane and so pointless. Um, and like I said, like mundane is cool, I guess, if you have a good payoff, but there's no payoff. And this whole series felt like a very long, underwhelming episode of Atlanta in terms of its, its tonality. Like it just felt like, oh, wow. it felt like a bad episode of Atlanta. That's what it felt like. And so Damn. overall, uh, I give it a, a D. Now, now there are like, like wow. a lot of shock. There, there's a lot of shock value moments. Like I was here to see with Chloe getting clapped and there's strippers and murders and shit like that. Right. But in between all those shock value moments, it just adds nothing. And so I, I found it very boring. And so most people yeah. agree with me on, on my review on Instagram. So, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, Amazon Prime, right? Amazon Prime. Yes. Yeah. Damn, well, Swarm. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll have to catch the next series. It's season, I guess. I'm not watching it. Um, now, let's get into some movies now. The first movie I just kind of want to briefly go over is 1001. This is the new movie starring Tiana Taylor. I'm, I'm pretty sure you haven't heard of this or seen nope. it. Nope. Okay. Well, it stars Tiana Taylor. Um, it's basically about a mother who's in prison, Rikers Island, and she gets out and she finds her young son on the streets of New York in 1994, and it just kind of follows their journey as a mother and son from 1994 to 2005. So, all the actors stay the same except for the son. Obviously, he's aging, so we see him at seven, we see him at 13, and we see him at uh, 18. And this is like, this is a really good movie. Man. I appreciate. I don't think most people will like it. Um, I think you have to have like a kind of like a, a different kind of movie palette, like a A24 kind of like, it's slow. Like it's not really like action-packed or anything like that, but just the moments that that work in this movie really worked and they really impressed me. Tiana Taylor did amazing in this, in this role. Um, as an actress, she's she showed me something. I, like, I look at her as more than just an artist now. Um, and overall, like the movie, feels, it's two hours long. You, you feel it's, it's length in the back half of the movie, but at the end of the movie, there's a conversation between Tiana Taylor and her son when he's 18 now, and that broke me. Like when I say broke me, like it made me shed... A tear or two, and um, mm. it it kind of made the whole two hours of it like because I I was bored at points. It, it kind of made all of it come together because you, you you start to learn that like when you spend that much time with these realistic ass characters, you really start to care about them, you know, even subconsciously. And so when that conversation happens and you see everything unfold and it comes to this 
this crescendo of, of a conversation is really just a powerful moving um, conversation. So I, I really appreciate this movie. Um, I, I recommend it if you like those kind of movies, I guess, about like A24 kind of feel like kind of slow moving, but like more so just big character studies. I recommend it. Awesome. Um, John Wick Chapter 4. I got some things to say about this. Did you watch this movie? Of course. I was there opening night. What are your thoughts, man? Go ahead and get into it. Um, wow. Okay, so... No, no, no. I saw it Friday, because you texted me about it Thursday. And yeah, I saw you got it mad Friday. at me. Yeah, because you're like, go see it, bitch. Cause nigga, you're so annoying. All right. All, so, I, all I said was John Wick is him, guys. He's exaggerating. Yeah, I did not say go yeah. see it, bitch. That's exactly what that means. And I went to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I I enjoyed it, man. Uh, of course, I mean, I knew it would. I mean, this is the fourth fucking time. Um, the Matrix and the 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 Matrix uh, Revelations. Is that what the fourth one was? No, that was a Matrix um, Resurrected something. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, whatever the fucking fourth Matrix was. They are so glad that the pandemic happened in this movie and the Matrix weren't allowed to come out on the same day. Because remember, a few <laughs> years ago, that, that was supposed to be the plan. You know, Keanu Reeves is supposed to dominate the box office. It's going to be the Matrix, and it's going to be John Wick Four, because um, this would have destroyed the Matrix. Um, <laughs> this this movie this movie was so much fun, man. I mean, when you when you go to it's, it's kind of like Fast and Furious to 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 an extent. Like when you go to see it, like you you pretty much know what to expect, but that's not a bad thing. Like you're you're going to see a John Wick movie to see John Wick kill a whole bunch of guys, and that's what he does, of course. Um, the one thing that bothered me was Donnie Yen, like. I'm I'm su- I'm such a fan. Like I'm such a fan, and I I thought that this would be a great role for him to like really get into like his martial arts stuff. And they made him blind for literally no reason. Like I, I they they they, they explained in the film like he did it to save his daughter. Like he gave his eyes or whatever the fuck. But there was really no real reason for that. Like uh, it it was stupid. Um, but I still think that he did what he could with what he was given. Um, but obviously, uh, Keanu Reeves, man, he was just, he was out here just murking everybody and it was just so fun to watch. Um, I, I will say, uh, the opening in, in Japan was a little long. Like, I'm not sure why that entire scene was just so long, but a 30 minute fight sequence. What more can you ask for? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's trim it down to 22 minutes. I, I don't, I don't need 30 minutes. It's just nonstop action. Um, <laughs> But uh, the 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 fight scene in the club with with the fat dude was just mwah. like that was just, that was just crazy. Like first of all, nobody cares that there's just mass murder. <laughs> like they're like like literally like, people are just getting gunned down. Boom boom boom. They just bruh. The, the memes are so funny on Insta- yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> so funny, yeah. And the the big dude was giving John Wick hands like he was beating his ass slick. Um, big dude, but, but you know that big dude's like a he's like a real like he's like a real like um stunt coordinator in Hollywood. He's like a very like revered stunt guy like he's oh, like okay. a real action guy but he, he's in a bodysuit oh in a fast, he, yeah, yeah he's in a fast that's why he was able to like move so limber and stuff like that yeah okay okay yeah, yeah. um yeah john wick yeah he was just on the super soldier serum like the dude fell 20 stories and got up um he fell <laughs> he fell in the club and got up he fell down 30 flights of stairs and got up um <laughs> and I, I was here for it uh this this movie gave me pretty much what i wanted in a john wick chapter four uh the black guy and the dog I feel like they were only there for the bit at the end, like when when he was like, "Oh, you almost killed my dog," and then you know, because like obviously it's a callback to the first film, and he didn't really add much if I'm being honest. Uh, but yeah, man, I I, I loved it. I, I gave it an A. I loved it. Yeah, man, this movie was great, man. Best movie I've seen of the year so far. The only A I've given so far this year. Um, 
And I think Keanu Reeves can go ahead and add another iconic fight franchise under his belt. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, iconic movie franchise. He got the Matrix now, and he can Nicky can say now he got John Wick too. Like two he, he iconic franchise. Part three, in my opinion, but yeah, yeah you're right, you're right for sure. And the, the fight choreography was godly as always. Um, so creative, like it's like the audience was like li- like literally like laughing in theater. I was in just like not at like just at like some like at the creativity of some of the fight scenes. They were like wow, like <laughs> like they really pulled that off. Like, and that's just really cool to be a part of. Um, I was literally sh- like sitting there at times shaking my head, like is that really happening? Like. Mm-hmm. Like the, like the, the like the whole sequence like like the, like the intersection sequence in the cars like I was like who thought that of was this? brilliant brilliant I'm like, stuff. Who, I'm like bro who thought of this shit bro this is like this is insane like and just in my opinion just just an overall great way to close out a franchise and like what what like what more could you want in an action movie like like if you think this is like a average movie like I mean if you're going into it for action like what more could you want like I'm I'm mm-hmm. confused I'm confused mm-hmm. um and it's so funny too like. Well, also not funny, but like the part in the movie when like Lance Reddick died was like a little like damn, like people in the audience were like, oh, that was like a little, a little rough, like yeah, the, the timing of everything that yeah. that kind of, that kind of threw me off a little bit. But other than that, um, I like how it, it kind of slowed down too a little bit. Like part three was just go go go, like Parabellum mm-hmm. just like start to finish action the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Like like this movie did have like like I said like thirty minute action sequences, yeah, but at the same time there was an actual story told in between mm-hmm. those big ass set pieces, and I thought that was really cool too because I was like I don't want part four to just be go 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 because then like you're just trying to outdo part three in terms of like the action, but I like how it changed the pace a little bit if that makes any sense. Um, and John Wick broke this nigga's voice is just iconic yeah. now too. <laughs> <laughs> he he might have said five words in that entire movie. Like John, John, you ready to go? Yeah, I <laughs> need guns. Like, is this nigga autistic? Like, I don't know. I, I love it. I love it though. That's gonna be um, very soon. He is gonna be autistic. <laughs> representation. <laughs> um, and it's just also like, like you said, Donnie. And to me, I, I didn't have a problem with him. This nigga was basically like Daredevil on steroids. Um, I liked him. Um, and also the whole thing with the whole bulletproof suits and the blind assassins, like this is just now it just it just feels like comic book territory, right? It is, yeah, it is. Like, yeah. It's, like part one was like I feel like with, with like could, maybe could really happen. It's just you know this super trained assassin, but this nigga like this nigga lives in like a comic book world now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool. Also, I like how each film expands the lore like tenfold. Like in part one, I would have never guessed that there was an assassin's table and you know all this kind of shit going on. So I like how they. Have like a real fleshed out world, and and Bill Skarsgård, Bill Skarsgård killed it as a villain. I thought, I thought he was really compelling as a villain. That was him, yeah, yeah. I mean, all, all the Skarsgård brothers, man, they're all super talented. Stellan was great in Dune. Alexander Skarsgård great in Infinity Pool. Um, like they, they're all just really good. Like, like I think, I think they're more talented than the Hemsworths. Um, and just some really good quotes as well in the movie. Like, like someone said that to me was like, "A man's ambition should never exceed his worth." That was a great quote. Uh, they, they said, um, "Those who cling to death um, live, and those who cling to life die." Like that's a, like just some great ass like ninja samurai quotes. That that kind of stuff. I just eat it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, those, those are my thoughts. One on thing, it. one thing I'll say is that even even though obviously it's a it's a fourth installment of a film, it, it has to get bigger. It has to get better. They've got to do things that they've never done. I kind of miss the the hotel aspect of it. Like I, I mm. kind of miss that part of like it being a safe haven and you know this is where everybody meets and like this is like this super secret society. Because like when when they're just firing off in in like parks and shit, like it's it's a little it's a little weird, honestly. And like there's like <laughs> there's like no police presence. Like there's like the police Zero. and the military just don't exist. Um, or or even like regular civilians. Like yeah. Like on that- on that staircase, like where is everybody? Where is everybody at? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But other than that, man, like I said, like I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, I wish that 
that Donnie Yen and you know who knows I mean based on the post credit scene maybe we could be getting more of him oh but, definitely you know I I I I hate that he had to be blind for this and uh but I mean we know that he can do action like it's 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 not a matter of capability I just don't know why they decided to make him blind but whatever that's that's enough of that but yeah I really enjoyed it. I gave it an A I think just for him to like stand out as a character and you know add some as something different, but he you know, done he, it with this with this action, he's a fucking kung fu star. He could have done it with that. That's, that's, agreed. That, that's exactly my point. Like he yeah. he doesn't need to be blind to stand out. This is Donnie fucking Yin. Right. Like, what are we doing? It's just it's stupid. Just, interesting. He was blind in um Rogue One too. Yeah. Like why? 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 No, it's racist. It's racist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after watching this movie though, like Frank Castle, Jason Bourne, you know James Bond, you guys are all great. But John Wick. <laughs> Well, I think on, I think I, I think he's top of the mountain pole right now. Mountain pole is not a word. It's not. He's top, uh, he's top of the mountain <laughs> right now. If you if you give them all the bulletproof suits, who walks away? John Wick. Rare. This I've never seen those niggas take on a hundred assassins at one time. Like it's it's insane. You haven't seen The Punisher, have you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. A <laughs> hundred a hundred assassins. Frank Castle's him, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. And he 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 don't got no fucking bulletproof suit. But you, okay. you're right. I mean, I mean he, he, he had like a bulletproof vest on, though. Okay. Yeah, he does. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, this is a review for a good person. The movie starring Florence Pugh and Morgan Freeman. Did you watch this? No. Okay. Florence well, Pugh. Florence yeah. Pugh. 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 No. Okay. Anyway, I think they both they both deliver really great performances in this movie. It deals with like addiction, suicide, depression. So if you're kind of like, if you dealt with that, this movie can be very triggering. Some very like raw scenes involving that kind of stuff. Overall, I think it was really good, man. It has enough humor sprinkled throughout by Morgan Freeman, um, mostly that really just kind of helps with the, the whole levity of the of the movie. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, I think it requires. I think this movie is very long. It's like two hours long, right? And I kind of hate that for, for like a lot of these new movies that are coming out. But with this kind of movie, I think it helps it because the transition of somebody's journey from being a drug addict to sobering up and being, I guess, you know, a good person, quote unquote, the title is you kind of need that length to kind of really follow a realistic journey. So I thought at the end of the movie, I was OK with that. And, um, yeah, I think it's a good movie. If you want to check out just like a, a heartwarming drama about a man and a woman, because I think it's really good. Um, last review here is for Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Did you get a chance to watch this one? You're hilarious. You actually went to see this bullshit? Yo, you, you didn't watch it? Dude, I have no... I told you I was not going to watch this bullshit. But tell okay. me, how was Chris Pine and Renee John Page and Michelle Rodriguez and Justice, whatever the nigga name is? This is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun, bro. Like, and I have oh. no prior... I had no prior context. I never played the board game. I never reached that level of fucking nerddom. Um, <laughs> but... It's, it's, this movie felt like like Lord of the Rings, right? But MCU in the MCU, it's got the MCU tone through and through, like the, the cracking jokes here. And I think that worked for this movie. I think it did work. Mm-hmm. Definitely inspired by like Guardians of the Galaxy, like taking a a ragtag group of people and putting them against these impossible odds, and they're cracking jokes the whole time. But it really worked. Um, it has some really dope magic sequences and like sorcerer sequences are really cool with like the camera work and the, the effects and all that kind of stuff. And honestly, I I, I want to see this movie expand to like a eight movie franchise like i think it's, it's some potential there to have some really good wow. stories here so i enjoyed it a, a lot of fun nothing that you won't expect but a good time at the movie i'll say that for sure chris pine did really good um okay. yeah i think the whole whole cast is really good that's interesting avi avi really wants to see this movie so i mean i guess i'll have to check it out now interesting okay yeah yeah um let's but see I mean, she only wants to see it for one reason so what what's her reason you know a boy from bridgerton's in it oh that's, that's her him. guy that's her guy okay okay 
Well, he's not in the movie that much, actually. Oh, I'll say that. Mm. But he did a really great movie. He, he liked the Drax of the of the group. He's like doesn't understand jokes and shit like that. Anyway, but yeah, watch it. Check it out. It's pretty good. Um, let's see. Last bit of Marvel news here. Um, Liv Tyler is returning as Betty Ross in Captain America Four. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was super disrespectful what you did on Twitter, by, by, by the way. Um, but yeah, for those who don't know, she played Bruce Banner, Edward Norton's uh, love interest in the Incredible Hulk, which came out years and years ago. Do you care about this at all? I'm assuming we know. Don't give a single fuck. Okay. Well, this is no surprise to me since the Thunderbolt Ross is returning. However, it's going to be a different Thunderbolt. It's going to be played by Harrison Ford, not the real one, because he died. William mm-hmm. Hurt, I believe. Yes. So, yeah, it's no surprise there. But, um, sure. Come on back, Liv Tyler. Um, let me see here. Oh, Karen, Karan Sony and Leslie Uggams, who played the, the taxi driver and the blind black lady from Deadpool movies, will return in Deadpool 3. And I think these are great side characters to return. So, um, I think they're, they're really funny. So, I'm excited they're back. And the MCU, should I say. Yeah, let's do it, I guess. And Owen Wilson will reportedly return as Mobius in Deadpool 3. What are your thoughts on this? This is kind of weird. Yeah, this is interesting. Apparently, there's going to be a lot of TVA stuff. And, you know, this is going to bring all the crossovers that you thought were going to happen in um, Multiverse Multiverse of Madness. Madness, So, yeah, yeah, you know, this. uh, let's do it. I mean, (laughs) whatever. You know, shout out to Owen Wilson for getting more work here. Um, Looks like he's heavily in season two of Loki, obviously. And then looks like he's going to be in this, too. So I'm happy for him, honestly. And I, I think it makes sense to bring Deadpool over because, like, there's it, just nothing but jokes and side eyes you can do. Um, I, yeah, I, I love it. I think it's a great decision. I'm here. I'm just interested on the tone. Like, will they keep that hard R? I doubt it, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and Kit Harrington's role in Blade as the Black Knight um, has been cut or severely reduced, according to rumors. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Did you want to see his Black Knight in Blade? Of course, yeah. I mean, they introduced him in uh, Eternals just for Blade, literally. So, I mean, there, there was a whole post credit scene about them too, specifically. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, uh, I don't. Hopefully, this isn't true. Um, but I mean, I know Blade might not, might not even be happening. Like this this thing is going to be in like development hell or something. I don't know. I mean, it's going so, through hell of rewrites. Yeah, I mean, we we will see. Hopefully, that's not the case. So I think Kit Harington is way too talented to be put on the sidelines. Uh, but obviously, it, it's a Blade movie, and you know, if if they feel like it just doesn't fit in what they're trying to tell for Blade, then it kind of is what it is. But it it does suck. I mean, I I was uh I was excited to go see Blade, not just for Mahershala Ali's Blade, but for Kit Harrington. Like I, I'm a fan, so it sucks if if it's true. Hopefully, it's not. Harrington a lot too, but I'm glad because um in my Blade movie, all I want is niggas and vampires. I don't want no other body. Wow. I don't I don't want a white man coming here trying to steal the show. So. I need niggas, vampires, and corny punchlines, and that's all okay. I need. Thank you. Thank you. Motherfuckers trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> they better bring that fucking line back, too. Um, but yeah. And guys, that, that wraps it up pretty much. That's everything we got here. Awesome. Monty, thanks, man. Uh, news reviews, updates, tidbits, uh, great segment on the pod. And uh, yeah, we're going to keep bringing it for your ass. Uh, appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Monty. Thank you. Bye-bye.